Okay, well, I guess we gotta go ahead and. Uh oh, here comes Yawn. Good job. As if on cue. Oh my gosh, that was crazy. And it felt like the longest yawn ever. <laughs> but, anyways. Anyway. I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to help you, like, move it along. Because you'll, you'll say that. You'll be like, all right, so let's go ahead and move this along. That was I'm one like, time. I'm like, way to be real obvious, huh? That was one time. Babe, you say it a lot. I said it a lot in one conversation. Don't edit this out. I want them to listen to the rest of them. I'm okay. And see how many times he says, What is it that you say? You say something like, You'll say something to the effect of, All right, so moving right along. And I'm like, That is just not smooth, bro. Like, what it is, you mean? It's, it's called a segue. Okay. It's the weakest. <laughs> like, okay. Down to a minor item of business andy's birthday party has been moved to today if you don't hush <laughs> look so now i'm about to do the use so birthday's not until next today? week anyway <laughs> so what are we talking about today babe um well you're not taking my job so oh, okay. all right quick question let's yep. let's play a game answer all right so what are some phrases that like maybe you heard growing up in church that you were just like what like as a kid um i was literally just thinking about one i, I lost it um you go first while i'm trying to think about it. okay um one for me was uh shekinah glory for one you heard people saying that Yes. What do you mean? Really? Yeah, like at church. Okay, wait. Like, we'll I know Alicia's listening. Girl, like, I I literally I literally can count on no hands how many times I've actually heard people what do you mean like in regular conversation? No, like the pastor will be praying to be like, Lord send your Shekinah glory. And but okay. like it's well, like for one I didn't know what Shekinah glory was. Text me Alicia because nor Shekinah. I mean but, I know what it is, but I'm like uh, I know what it is now. I literally have never heard a pastor's. I've never heard what people say that. Yeah, like I've heard it in songs. No, people, and I've heard people teach on it, but not often. Well, anyway, that is hilarious. Your turn. <laughs> okay, and I, um, oh man, I really did. I had one. I can't remember. Okay, so as a kid, I, there were a lot of them. If I could just think, I know people are listening. Like, I can't believe they say so and so yet. I know uh, y'all, we're getting there. I'm trying. It's late. Okay. I'm trying to think. As a kid, what did not make sense that they used to say all the time? Or it might have just been funny. Right. Like a um, hedge of protection around us. Jesus be a hedge. Oh, blessed and highly favored. I was like, don't know what that means, but I think you're just supposed to say it. I remember. My mom, this is a church that we obviously used to go to, but I think I was like 10, 10 or 11. And um, my mom walked in and was saying hey to everybody on Sunday. And um, they said, hey, girl, how you doing? She said, blessed and highly favored. And so somebody came up to me and was like, how you doing, little lady? And I was like, blessed and highly favored. I looked very confused, but I said it. (laughs) Like hoping, okay, am I gonna get the same response my mom got? And they were just like, "Oh, she's just so cute." And I was like, "Oh, so I guess that's what people say." Oh, so oh. I would say it all the time, had no clue what it meant. I was just like, "My mom says it, so I'm gonna say blessed and highly favored." And um, yeah, that's that's <laughs> funny. Um, Cause 
I know our old pastor, like, he taught one time, like, okay, if you are saying you're blessed and highly favored, right, like, that phrase refers to Job, right? Job was highly favored by God and all this, whatever, right? Anyway, basically, it's an invitation for trouble. Like, if you want the devil to mess with you, call yourself blessed and highly favored. But anyway, that's random. Um, there are so many that I lot. feel like we're just missing. There's a um, lot. Uh, backsliding backsliding was always a funny term to me oh really yeah backsliding and backbiting i didn't know what either of those meant when i was a Wait, kid people in church were saying backbiting backbiters yeah yeah you where died. did you go okay you didn't grow up in black church clearly i'm like what are you talking about you ain't never heard of back and they always say it with yes. like this crazy like backsliders and shacking shacking that was another one I okay know. yeah shacking i did i was like what is that i didn't know what shacking i literally was. as a kid was like okay a shack uh, shacking is that like understand. shadrach and meshack <laughs> uh, i was really like and y'all just code. shacking i gotta crack this code i didn't know i was like what gosh <laughs> there were so oh, we are missing some I flesh yes <laughs> carnal uh what was the other um, ones Man. Mess. When black oh. preachers say, Oh, you was in your mess. <laughs> they always say it with that voice. Okay. All right. <laughs> I think we've made the point. Right. So I feel like we didn't hit like some of the really good ones. We'll probably think of it as we're going along. We might. But I know there were a lot that I heard that I was just like, What are they talking about? Right. Right. <sighs> so but anyway, this week we're talking about being equally yoked right and you can see how that's fitting <laughs> it's like what does that even mean right um so yeah that's what we're talking about i don't know i felt like this was an important conversation to have well for one um someone requested this conversation like hey can y'all do an episode on this yeah and they use that term equally yoked and i was like aha i remember when we realized we were not mm-hmm. right, and just all all of what that really means. And yeah. I was like, "This is that's definitely an hour's worth of conversation right there." Right. So, I don't know when you think of the phrase "equally yoked," like, like just I guess in your past, what did that mean for you? <laughs> okay, so do you mean as a kid or <laughs> let's let I me mean, let's break it all the way down? Go let's, as let's a kid, do it. I had no idea. I didn't know what that meant. I literally thought about eggs every time I heard it. And I was right. just like, I don't know what this means. And I, and that's as far as it went. Right. Um, as I got older, I asked more questions. And, you know, so I started to understand a little bit. And basically, in my mind, it was just like, okay, so we both have to be saved. Like, we both had to have had, had to have said the prayer of or prayed the prayer of salvation. Mm-hmm. And as long as we did that, then we can get married and we're good. Um, and that's kind of like where it stayed. And then later on, I got some more context and I was like, oh, okay. So there's a little bit more to this. Right. Um, and it was not super complicated. It just made me more aware and like, okay, I need to uh, reevaluate. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. Right. <clears throat> nah, I remember um, when the phrase came up to me, it was also like, I think in like premarital counseling, maybe not even in the counseling, but like 
some, it was just something somebody said. Maybe we heard it in a sermon. I don't know what it was, but it was like, oh, you know, you got to be equally yoked, right? And then, which you know, if, if you guys don't know, is like a code word for spiritual unity. Basically, like you guys both being aligned with your religious beliefs, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, what I just thought that meant was, like you said, at face value, just okay. We're both Christians. I got it. Cool. Like. Yeah, we're equally yoked. Yeah. What 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 do you, what do you want from me? <laughs> right. <laughs> and you know, I didn't realize just how much more that really entailed until mm-hmm. much later. Yeah. And I guess that's what we're going to break down today. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, why would you say it's important to be unified spiritually or equally yoked? Child, because <laughs> I can only imagine how it is. And Tony Evans said this um, in one of his teachings. And it's on Right Now Media. I don't know if it's anywhere else, but it's called Reversing the Curse, right? Uh, Um, Tony Evans has a lot of teachings. Okay, sorry. So it's called Reversing the Divorce Curse. And it's on Uh, Right Now Media. Um, But anyway, so that's if you do have access to Right Now Media, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Like, for real, for real. Don't play games. Check it out. And even if you don't, um, Tony Evans has an app. I think it's just the Tony Evans app. But anyway, he's got a ton of trainings mm-hmm. all over the Internet. Yeah. Um, so if you just type in Tony Evans online or wherever, you will likely find him. Yeah. And the title of that message um, where he was talking about like being unequally yoked and all that was reversing the divorce curse. And um, it's, it was a part of a series, so it's not a standalone, but um, you can listen to that or watch that um, apart from the others, and it's still really, really good. But the question was what? <laughs> um, why would you say it's important to be <laughs> equally yoked? I'm going to keep <laughs> saying that because... Anyways, because... Oh, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it's... I imagine it's already really difficult. I don't really understand... I can't wrap my head around how people make it without Jesus um, in their marriage and their lives and everything. Um, But it's difficult enough. And that was one thing that Tony Evans was talking about to agree on something like with someone that's not a believer. Like it really just, it comes up in everything. Like when you really devote your life and everything in it to Christ, um, you consider him first or you should be before you do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're not doing that, then that's where the disagreements come in because that's not your measuring stick. Like that's not the measuring stick for you both. So let's say I'm like, excuse me guys. (laughs) Y'all know I got to clear my throat 15,000 times on each podcast. But anyway, um, but let's say if you guys um, are trying to, this was something that we had, we talked about and we have since um, resolved but let's say you guys are like trying to decide where are we going to live? And one person's like, well, I want to live here because I need to start my clothing business here. This is better. Da da da. And the other person's like, no, I want to start my tech business here because mm-hmm. this is where all the business for tech is. And so and you guys just spend all your time arguing about that. If you guys are not spiritually sound or on the same spiritual page, let's say you both prayed the prayer of salvation but one person reads their Bible every day um, and they have what you would consider a relationship. And the other person is really just kind of going through the motions. 
Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just like, okay, yeah, I go to church on Sunday. I say my prayers and I'm good. Um, then it's going to be very difficult for you guys to come to an agreement or to compromise because one person is using a different rule book than the other. Right. One person is looking at, this is the rule book of me. This is mm-hmm. what I want. This is what I want to do. And this is, <laughs> these are my goals. Mm-hmm. And the other person is like praying and asking the Lord for guidance and all that. You guys are not in agreement. You guys are not, you're not pulling from the same place. Um, I know that, um, I can't remember who this was not me though, but, um, someone gave the example of a triangle basically and the husband's on the left or right or whatever and the wife is opposite um, the husband obviously and God is at the top when you guys are both seeking God you will always meet each other there Um, but when you are not like if one person is seeking themselves they're going to stay at the bottom of the triangle and the other person is seeking God you guys are separate it is only when in that triangle you guys decide we're going to draw from the same place the same way consistently that you can get things done so i would say it's important for you to be um on the same spiritual page and not just we pray the prayer because it's going to come up in everything like mark my words and jesus's words (laughs) you're going to have arguments about silly things and if your automatic response is not and i'm not saying you should be perfect day one because we were not and we still are not but it happens a lot more quickly than it used to We'll just stop and say, hold up, hold up, hold up. Like, first of all, that's wrong, according to the word of God or Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. And then it just stops and the argument is over. Like, you know what I mean? But if you're not both doing that, then it's just a mess. Yeah. um, Yeah, that's I think that was very beautifully said. Um, Thank you. Um, But no, like like you said, I mean, being unified spiritually is important because I guess to the extent that you are walking out, you know, your relationship with Christ, it's going to govern everything you do. Exactly. Right. So it's going to determine how you parent your kids. It's going to determine, you know, how you value money and what you do with your money. It's going to determine everything, how you dress, how you walk, what words you say, what stuff you watch, what you listen to. It should. It should. Again, Mm -hmm. to the extent that you're actually walking it out. Right. And what's crazy and what I didn't realize when we first got together was that, you know, we're both Christians. Yes, we both grew up in church. Yes, but we grew up very differently. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's not just us. Like I was having a conversation in the group chat with my homeboys this morning. uh, Well, this afternoon. And we were talking about like just different people's ideas of jesus right like i guess their specific conversation was like oh is jesus black or white right i guess that's a that's an argument people have right but there (laughs) i mean there when you think about christianity there's so many different denominations there's so many different sections of christians right Mm -hmm. we're like okay well we're christians and we believe in god right and there's seventh day adventists well we're christians we believe in god we go to church on saturday right you got some people that are like oh we wear long skirts and some are like we wear pants some are like oh we don't allow women in the pulpit some are like we do we allow other stuff in the pulpit whatever goes right and but we all call ourselves christians and 
when you realize and when I started to realize that there were differences in the way people are raised and it's not just, oh, I have Jesus and that's enough. Mm -hmm. That's when it was like, okay, well, then we got to work through this to make sure that we're, you know, measuring each other by the same stick. Yep. You know? Um, Yeah. I guess what are some areas where you felt like early on we got measured like it was like okay we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get right here <laughs> y'all look okay so we're doing this podcast and we're keeping it 100 percent real uh-huh. <laughs> sometimes when you ask me questions we have not been married that long right but trust me when you guys if you're not already married once you get married and you start really, and I'm not saying that you're not working when you're single. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But you'll know what I mean. Like when you get together, because you, your kingdom assignment doesn't stop because you get married. It just, right. it kind of doubles or triples sometimes. Right. So it's just like, all right, now go ahead, right. get spiritually sound and run. Right. And so we've really been running for um, <laughs> a few years And so we've been busy and we haven't really, I don't think we've, we have talked about this in passing or other conversations, but I just, when you ask me sometimes, I'm just kind of like, I have to think for a second. Uh Um, okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) oh, I don't know if I like that laugh. What? No, no, Uh, no. I was literally laughing. (laughs) Shut up. No, I was laughing because I'm like, I why can I not think of any? Because I know that there were definitely situations. Okay. Well, um, while you continue to think. You have something? I got one. Good. Okay. I got one from like really, really early on. Okay. I'm nervous. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like you know what I'm about to say, but you, maybe you don't. Uh-oh. You'll know when the I start. you're looking you'll know is when making I start. me feel like we should have a side all right so nah, nah. so um if y'all listen to our stories on episode two or three or one of those early ones right wow and um I don't know. but uh, <laughs> you know we talked about how you know we decided when we started dating to go through counseling mm-hmm. right so as part of this counseling of course we did it with her parents and so i had to meet oh her. i know what you're about to say okay. you know <laughs> so i had oh my god you so much i had to meet her dad right so this is the first time i'm meeting her dad we met up at like this coffee shop and you know anybody that knows him i would imagine knows that he's a very nice guy he's like one of the most laid back like fun loving people he just just likes to have a good time he's a jokester um much like myself but i make better jokes oh so um well he gets his own podcast he can say whatever he wants but gonna get you anyway (laughs) so the first time we meet we meet in this coffee shop and you know it's i guess like the typical rundown like who are you what you about what are your goals whatever right what are your intentions with my daughter i don't think he even said that oh well um but anyway because i think the intention had already been set Okay. But anyway, so we were having this conversation and somehow we got on the topic of Islam and how I have family members who are Muslim. And I said something to the effect of I can understand like why they went that route, just kind of based on the history in the country or something to that effect. Right. And, you know, I left 
it at that and we just continue the conversation so okay wait hold on well no no go ahead go ahead go ahead i'll uh, i'll okay okay so <laughs> you know fast forward a couple of days maybe it was the same day um i can't remember i Something about what I said, I have to imagine, caused some sort of concern. Enough for him to relay, like, okay, maybe you should look into this or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But it ended with you texting me, like, a list of, like, questions. Like, do you believe in this scripture and this scripture and this scripture? And do you believe that Jesus was this and that and that? And I was like... What is so crazy uh, <clears throat> is, and maybe I just need to take more vitamins. I do not remember that. I remember a conversation with you. Uh-huh. I definitely believe that I sent you a text. Mm-hmm. I, that sounds exactly like something I would have done back uh-huh. then. Yeah. Um, but I don't remember. So my apologies. I really don't remember. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. But nah, you sent like this series of texts like, that okay, right. you say you're a Christian, but do you believe X, Y, and Z? Yikes. And I remember my response was just like, yo, what is wrong with you? Why are you asking me all these because questions? Because I mean, we had a relationship where I should have my questions were not um invalid but my delivery like and that's something that i've been working on for a long time which is a whole <laughs> other podcast uh, but okay so my dad calls me <clears throat> and he says you know i think he's great he was like one thing he said kind of concerned me but i'll let you make the decision because i really do think that he's a great guy um but he mentioned that he has muslim family members and i was like yeah it was no news to me, I was like, yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Um, I don't even know if I had met any of that point. I can't remember. But anyway. Probably not. But um, he was like, um, he mentioned, he said what you said. Basically, like, you know, I can understand it. And he said that you said, and I only remember this because I was just like, well, I don't think he meant that. But you said something to the effect of, you know, I don't knock anybody, like, for what they want to do. If that's what's working for you, then you know okay cool i probably said exactly that so he i think now that he knows you better and this Mm -hmm. is not a knock against my dad or you or anybody right but now that he knows you a little bit better he under he well first of all i think you'd be a lot more careful with your words now Mm -hmm. but i don't think that you meant which he was assuming like you know so if islam works for us later on that's what we'll do and so he was just like, wait a minute. Right. <laughs> and so that's why he was like, uh, y'all may want to talk about that. And so I think that's where all my text messages and all that came from. So I remember gotcha. having a conversation with you and you were like, no, that's not what I meant. I just meant like, I'm not going to be down somebody's throat about whatever. Like if that works for you, you know, we've since talked about it more in detail. Right. Um, and that's a part of all of our kingdom assignments to um you know restore things back to the way they should but that's a whole nother um so we're not saying that um we are okay with um everyone just kind of doing whatever they want to do we do definitely believe in the word of god um Uh, in its entirety and so uh, we do believe that everyone should come under the the knowledge of christ but that's a whole nother thing right but at the time i think he was um Thinking that you meant something else. Right. And so that's what made... And he wasn't mad. He wasn't like... He was just like, all right, so I don't know what he meant by this, but this is what he said, and what do you think? Uh, and I was like, oh, I don't think... And I played it really cool on the mm-hmm. phone. I was like, I don't think he made it. But as soon as I got off the phone, I was just like, why did he say that? What does he mean? And I remember <laughs> calling you, and I was just like, so would you want to be Muslim or something? I mean, and Brandon was just like, hello? Are 
<laughs> like y'all, I was right. a little bit off my rocker back then. But looking back, I think you were just afraid. Right? I definitely was like. Terrified. Obviously, we were we were taking very great steps to yes. make sure that you know we were going about things the right way. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, we wanted to be together at that right. point. And mm-hmm. I think you just may have been afraid. Like if he answers any of these questions wrong, we have to stop this where it is now. Right. And I think that's where the the excited nature of your text messages came from. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you were like upset at me or anything like that. But I this is me five years later knowing that. But back then I was like, what is wrong with this chick? Like, <laughs> it's like what is going on? But she anyway, <laughs> but that was my first taste of, okay, we're both Christians, but we got to be more specific than that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, And I don't know that the next taste of that conversation came until like much later. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. Were there any examples that you thought of while we were talking? I surely did because I was just so wrapped up in that story. (laughs) 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 Look, he's like, I gave you one job. Um, I don't know. I mean, if you think of some, then obviously I'll add to and try to remember, even Mm -hmm. though clearly I'm not remembering everything. Right. No, I mean... I think early on, that was a lot of kind of our growing pains, so to speak. Um, they typically came up with conversations that were spiritual. I think for me, I was I was immature, right? I realized earlier on that you had what I perceived to be a greater spiritual base than I did. Mm. right like oh you grew up with both parents and your dad's like a bible teacher and you know so there was like this insecurity on my side like oh i'm never going to be a good enough christian for her Mm. and so there was this striving there but there was also like a frustration because i think um in you learning how to communicate effectively there were times where you would say things that could be perceived as you like hanging your quote unquote status spiritually over my head. Yeah. Right. And so we had a lot of that to work out like, okay, we have to establish a baseline and we have to establish our roles spiritually in this house, according to God's authority. And that kind of brought us back (laughs) to the text as pastor said, right. (laughs) It brought us back, you know, to the Bible, like, okay, no, that's cool like your mom said this cool your parents said that cool but what does god say about this and what is our response yeah right and that's kind of again this journey that we've been on ever since it's you know a lot of what this podcast is based on just our findings um and you know the things that we had to learn by bumping our heads through that experience um but yeah so so recording with Charlotte in the room is probably not the best idea. You are so distracted. <laughs> I am so sorry. I'm just trying to make sure she doesn't like bite on one of these cords and like kill herself. It's, sorry. It's all good. But Charlotte. I'm listening to everything you're saying. Yeah, yeah, You messed it up by mentioning Charlotte. You had the, the anyway, go ahead. <laughs> what am I supposed to be saying at this point? You didn't answer the question. <laughs> I, I didn't. Oh, I just made a point, I guess. Anyway, right. so. You see how you did that? Exactly. Anyway. Just keep going. So. Yeah, so I think, long story short, we realized fairly early on that if we were going to be successful in our marriage, that we were going to have to be on the same page spiritually. Yeah. And being on the same page spiritually is 
way more than, oh, we both believe in God. We both Mm -hmm. are saved, right? Or we both got saved when we were kids. Cool, right? Um, What were some areas that you felt like needed to be straightened out, like, pretty quickly? All right. So, we're going to keep it real. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt like we were both... I learned a lot about myself just in the first, I would say six months of us being married. Mm-hmm. Um, while it looked like <laughs> I had it all together, I had more spiritual knowledge. Um, and I was in a better position than you. Mm-hmm. Um, I had some other stuff going on. Like I was very judgmental, mm-hmm. um, very selfish, I was not patient. I'm still working on exercising more patience. It's gotten mm-hmm. a lot better. Um, but I was, I mean, judgmental was like the biggest thing. So th- those were things that I needed to work on. I was definitely in a rush to make sure that you were the man of my dreams, like the man I wanted you to be. Mm-hmm. Not really the man that God wanted you to be. Gotcha. It wasn't that I was super concerned about, okay, he needs to be whole. And he needs to be exactly who he's supposed to mm-hmm. in Christ Jesus. It was really just, you're making me look bad. Um, mm-hmm. And so God used that and the things that we went through earlier on. <laughs> we've only been married for five years, but earlier, earlier on. <laughs> um, for anybody that's trying to be petty. Let me stop. Anyway. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I'm just trying to make Alicia laugh. But anyway, so... <laughs> Any of the, uh, all the things that we dealt with, like, early, early on, um, lost my train of thought. Okay. Shaped you. Yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. Thanks for that. Mm -hmm. Um, But basically, God really showed me, like, okay, you are broken, too. You are damaged, too. Like, Mm -hmm. really damaged. Like, everything that I thought I had, like, going for me or whatever, Hmm. God was like, that's not me. That's all you. You just sprinkled me on top like some Parmesan cheese and no. Like, (laughs) you can't do that. Like, I need to be the pasta and the sauce and the chicken. Like, all of that. Now I'm hungry. But anyways, (laughs) the point is, (laughs) the point I was making before we started talking about dinner was (laughs) that I came into the relationship like I have all this knowledge and... You know, and it wasn't even because I never thought of it. I had both my parents or whatever. I just kind of, I don't know. I'm sure that was some of it, but I never thought, I never actually sat down and thought that. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was one thing that I felt like that's a no, no. Like you don't do that. Like, I mean, single parents work hard. So I never looked at it like, yeah, and I got both parents and whatever, but I definitely like spiritually was like, I've arrived and now this is my chance to make God proud and make Brandon into the person that he needs to be. Mm. And that's not what it should have been. Um, so shout out to all the single ladies. Um, yeah. Engaged ladies, married ladies. (laughs) If you have a spouse, significant other, or if you don't, Mm. um, just take it from me. Like, do not ever try to, I know people have heard, like, don't try to change him. Don't try to, but seriously, when you're in a relationship and you feel like he's not where he needs to be spiritually, it is not your job to try to make him into whoever you think he needs to be. Okay. Right. Your job is to pray and to gently direct him to where you feel like this is where God is calling us to be. 
if that is truly where you feel like God is calling you guys to be, not because you want him to do a specific thing. I remember when we were trying to figure out if we were going to switch churches, <clears throat> that was one thing. That was another, that was a big one actually mm-hmm. that we went through both spiritually, like trying to figure out, well, for me, I was trying to figure out or make sure, okay, Ashley, you're not trying to push y'all to go to this church because you feel like he needs to be doing more and this church will fix him. Right. Like mm-hmm. this is for you both for your family. Mm-hmm. And this is where God has called all of you. Right. Right. And so there was a certain point, like after I just let go and stop trying to control everything, Mm -hmm. I was just like, okay, Lord, so are we supposed to be here? And I honestly was terrified of the response. Mm -hmm. I just didn't want it to be like, no, you're not supposed to be here. Just stay where you are. Because I really did feel like I was not being fed for the season that we were in. Right. Um, But anyway, I really just had to sit down and let God be God. So instead of me every day or every Sunday, like, well, how did you like the sermon today? What did you think? What scriptures have you read this week? <laughs> Are you reading anything in the Like, I mean, and he's laughing because right. that was me. Right. And I mean, it was just always like, and I was, of course, thinking it was natural or I was just being really casual. But I'm sure for him, he's just like, can she stop? Mm. Like, you know, I was just being really nagging. Mm. And the Bible talks about that, too. So I was the nagging wife. Right. Um, but you got to let that go and let God be God because you're getting in his way when you try to step and do his job. Like that's not even your job description. Mm-hmm. You all over in a whole different department, jacking up claims and everything else, because that's not what you're supposed to be doing. All I need you to do is answer the phone. Sound nice. You don't do whatever. Uh-huh. That's not your job. So if you are in a position where you're like, My spouse won't do this. My boyfriend won't do this. My fiance won't do that. Take it to the Lord and ask God what he needs you to do. And if he doesn't tell you to do it, don't do it. Just go sit down and pray. Right, right. Yeah, and I guess you hit on a couple of points. And I want to take a step backward just um, from a practical standpoint because of the question that was asked, right? Mm -hmm. It was a very open-ended question. Just like, oh, can y'all talk about being equally yoked? And how? No, the question was... How did y'all know you were equally yoked? And the question, the answer is we didn't, right? The answer is we thought we were quote unquote equally yoked because we were both Christians. And we soon found out that that was just not not. the case. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, um, but you know, you were talking about like, oh, ladies, if your boyfriend won't do this or whatever, right? But you know, the Bible is clear, right? There is a there is a passage, um, I can't remember which book it's in, but Paul is talking about, you know, he's talking about his guidelines for marriage, mm-hmm. right? And there is a passage about being married to an unbeliever, right? And it's very clear. Like, if you're a believer, the person you're interested in is not, you're not to be married, right? Mm-hmm. Now, let's say he claims to be a believer, whatever. You end up married to this man somehow, or woman, whatever, Right. We can switch it around. And that person is not a believer, but you're already married. Well, whoever the the believing spouse is, your job is, like you said, just to pray for that spouse. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And and I'm going to make a note to pull all those scriptures, guys. Y'all know how we like to do it. Right. Yeah. We'll put them in the notes. But, you know, but the Bible says that as you continue to model a Christian life in front of your spouse, one or two things is going to happen, right? Either he's going to leave, which is fine. That's one of the uh, the 
what is it, allowed cases of divorce in the Bible, right? If he leaves you because you're a believer, whatever, right? That's cool in the eyes of God. Um, or he's going to get saved and you being the married spouse is going to be the one that helps redeem him or her, mm -hmm. right? And that's really where it is. And that's kind of where it is in this spiritual um, alignment or spiritual unity conversation as well. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we were not, <laughs> we were not quote unquote equally yoked when, um, when we got married. And again, just to kind of break things down to the beginning, like what is a yoke, right? Like there is the other scripture, uh, Jesus says, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Um, and a yoke is just, we'll look up the definition while I'm sitting here. A yoke is a wooden cross piece that is fastened over the necks of two animals and attached to the plow or the cart that they are to pull. That's good. Right. That's good. Um, so it's also can be uh, considered like a harness, a collar, whatever, whatever. Right. But long story short, the yoke is what keeps you tied to the other person. Right. And helps you do the job you're supposed to do. Right. So a plow is, I don't know who's ever seen a plow. And I only know this because my grandmother grew up on a farm. But a plow is basically, it's, some, it's like between like a shovel and a knife. It's, it's weird. But it's like a huge like metal piece that has to be dragged by a horse. Or in this case, an ox. Right. And you got to walk behind this ox. And you're kind of steering the ox using the yoke. Um, so that the plow is going where you need it to go. Basically, the plow digs in the ground so that you can plant whatever you're planting. And mm -hmm. this situation is tobacco, but that really doesn't matter for this visual. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, the yoke is easy. God's saying his yoke is easy, his burden is light. But anyway, being equally yoked, okay, well, if my harness is really tight, yours is really loose, we can't make a straight line with the plow, mm -hmm. right? We can't plant the corn. So... Again, like it's really important to be equally yoked because if you guys are both unified, if you guys, you know, have it tight in the same way, you're walking, you're walking with purpose. You're going straight. You're going toward your destination. You're not, oh, I'm looking over here. You're looking over there. Right? I just um, thought about something. So if you got the two animals that are um, on this harness and they're pulling the plow and let's say something's off. Now, I don't listen, y'all. I don't. I'm sure I have farmers in the family, but I um, actually be in the AC. Okay. No, <laughs> but I'm just tell you right now. But um, <laughs> but I just got a visual like if something's off, like how that affects the crops, mm -hmm. like how that affects, you know, what they're trying to plant or like when they're making and correct me if I'm wrong. Again, I don't I don't farm, mm -hmm. but that plow is kind of that's making the. What do you call the? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> look, y'all can tell I'm being AC. Well, it's not <laughs> technical terms. I gave right. you everything I had right there. So, but, <laughs> but somebody who has farmed or knows someone that farms is like, knows. no, it's called the so and so. Uh -huh. <laughs> but um, so when they're walking along and they're creating that, um, you're digging your little trough. Yes, yeah. there you go. Okay. For, for you to put the dirt and all the plants and all that. One thing I do know just from watching like documentaries and all that stuff is 
if they are not set up correctly, mm-hmm. then that plow does not go deep enough mm-hmm. or it doesn't go in a straight line right. or it like can break off or fall. Right. So my point is, if you're thinking about the harvest or the the ground, like your marriage, and that's what you're working, you're supposed to be working together. Right. If you guys are not on the same page, but you still decide to run in a certain direction or whatever or you're trying to Mm. somebody's resisting or somebody's harness is too tight or whatever the case may be like you're just gonna jack up the whole the whole field and i know that some people what they try to do is well we're married now and we both believe in god that's enough and so you've got one person that may be just like well just put the harness on let's just go and get it done and so they put up they is they do a really terrible job. Like mm-hmm. it all looks horrible. No straight lines. It's rocks everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like the plow didn't go deep enough, so it didn't do what it was supposed to. And they're putting the fertilizer, whatever. Again, I don't know anything about farming, so I'm probably saying this all wrong. Uh-huh. But my point is, you are doing all this prep work for the ground. Nothing's coming up because you guys didn't start off right. So what you're supposed to be doing to get the ground ready for the harvest, for the fruit, for the corn, for the whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that being your marriage, it's not happening because you guys are not on the same page. Right. And what happens is you spend more time fighting each other than you do whatever the issue is in front of you, whether it's the <laughs> this trough that we're digging in the plow situation. <laughs> Let's say if, uh, if, if you, if you ever seen an airplane, right? Well, I'm sure none of you have ever seen this in real life. You ever see a movie where the plane loses a wing? It immediately goes into a spin. It just in circles. And that's what happens. If you are not spiritually unified, if you guys are unequal spiritually, and I don't mean like, oh, we know all the same scriptures. We <laughs> we memorize them together each night, right? But if you guys do not have this foundation spiritually together, again, no matter what you think progress is being made, you are literally going around in circles. Yep. Like anybody who's above you, like God, for example, mm-hmm. right, is looking down like, look at these fools just going in circles. All right. And all you can right. tell by the fruit or lack thereof in your relationship. Mm-hmm. That's how you can tell. Right. And so, I mean, I don't know. What are some steps people can take if it's like, okay, how do we how do we test this? Because for us, I mean, we were already in the marriage when we tested it, and luckily we passed after a fact. Like we decided to work on it together, but maybe someone's like trying to decide, okay, maybe this isn't the right person, mm-hmm. right? Or maybe they're like, okay, I want to be the right person, but I don't know. I didn't grow up like this, and you grew up like that. How do we, you know, get to the point where we are unified spiritually and ready to move forward? So we um. Hmm. Because we were in the same, going to the same church from the time we were, uh, well, <laughs> the time we started dating till, I mean, obviously, till now, marriage, right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I will say is it's going to be very difficult if you guys are going to different churches. Not saying that you can't, um, but you're going to have to know what the other person's being taught. Right. And that's either by really, really open communication 
or visiting that church? Because, I mean, if you guys are going to get married, you're going to need to know, are we going to stay at this church or go to a different church? So mm-hmm. that's a whole nother thing. Right. Um, which we have been through. So, yeah, that's a whole nother podcast. Mm-hmm. But um, steps. I would say that you guys need to have really open communication about what you believe or what you know. And it doesn't need to be turn to your Bibles and so what does that say? Like, you know, right. but just simple things like asking how they were brought up in the church, right. um, what they understand, what they don't, make it really casual and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll think of some ways, I didn't even think of that, but I'll think of some ways and maybe we can add that in the notes or something, but mm-hmm. um, you don't want to make it, again, take it from me, you don't want to be like a colonel like okay list all the books of the bible from like you know okay <laughs> right <laughs> calm down a little bit <laughs> right i mean you know in some cases you can just look at a person's pedigree right yeah, yeah. you know um our situation i don't know is if it's likely right like one of us grows up with both parents the other does not right one of us grows up valuing certain things spiritually the other does not and we end up being a functional couple where you know I you know I'm leading spiritually as you know God intended it right well, I think and that took some time to get to that point right I think that what helped that was which is one of the steps I was going to mention mm-hmm. is making that you are getting um that you're being counseled and you're being taught the right way right um like our church which I wish I could do but we're so busy um they have classes um where they dive into the word of God and they talk about you know what this means do you understand the word do you know how to share the gospel mm. what do you believe why should you believe it what is the truth what does the word say i mean they break it down down right. so there's no way you are walking out of the church not understanding for yourself what the word says what you should believe why you should believe it right so if you guys don't have that you need to get that and you need to get i would suggest um getting in the same place if you I'm not even going to talk on long distance relationships because I have no idea how that works. But if you are in the same place, like the same city, mm-hmm. um, and you guys are not living together, I'm assuming, and you are like, okay, well, how do we get on the same page or whatever? Try to go to the same church if you can. Mm-hmm. Try to go to the same church and try to pick somewhere um, where you can see, okay, this is now this is where I should be and this is what we should be learning. I was getting ready to say, so Brandon and I were talking um, a few weeks ago, maybe not that long ago, but we were talking about some churches that we were saying like in Atlanta that were just not teaching the right things. And people are just, I don't know, signing up. Like, and so I was trying to think how would we direct someone um, without, cause I know we've already been talking for a minute, but you would basically need someone. Cause if they don't know the word, and right. they're trying to figure out how do I get the word, but then this person's not teaching the word correctly. Right. How can they figure out like this person's not teaching the word correctly if they don't know the word? Well, right. So, and then we've started like four different conversations. Yeah. That's why I was like, this. do I want to say that? Or, but I think so, it's important. Yeah. I mean, well, the unfortunate reality is you can be equally yoked and be wrong. Yeah. Right. Yep. So if we both go to this church, we've both been, you know, uh, I don't want to say hypnotized, right? But we've, we've both been put under the spell of this charismatic preacher, right? And he's just like, oh, he's saying all the right things. He's saying what I need for this week. Amen, pastor, right? If y'all are both in that situation, y'all are both, you know, quote unquote, drinking the Kool-Aid, 
then technically, you know, y'all are equally yoked, right? Now, who, who knows where you're headed, right? but at least you're headed to the same place, I guess. Okay. My point is, right, it, The this is why it's so important to have a personal relationship with God. Exactly. Right? Um, and so, I guess just going back to those steps, um, you know, again, sometimes you can just look at someone's pedigree and say, okay, I come from this person, I and you come from this, or I come from this place, you come from that place. We're going to have to reconcile these differences, right? Mm-hmm. In a lot of cases, physical differences or natural differences usually will signal spiritual differences as well. Yeah. Right? If you're willing to look deep enough. And that's why the dating stage is so important, right? Like, if we're not distracted by you know, our physical desires, we can really use that time period to really get to know one another and not just get to know one another to say like, I don't know, so we can win the newlywed game or something, Right. but getting to know one another so that we can reconcile these differences. Okay. Well, you know, I like cookies. You like brownies. Which dessert spot are we going to? Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as you start to uncover those little differences, you'll start like he'll say something right. You might be with someone that speaks in a lot of like, you know, quote unquote, spiritual cliches. Right. And, you know, you just walking around. He's like, "Mm -hmm, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. And you're like, what? What are you talking about right now? I can't. Right. I just I'm just saying, right? So, <laughs> you know, and y'all no, start. You're supposed to say, I feel my help coming. Oh, I feel, I feel my help coming. That's great. Anyway, <laughs> but you know, he says some random thing like that. And you're like, yo, what are you talking about? Right. And, you know, he might get into it. Oh, well, you know, my pastor always says this. It means X, Y, and Z. And you might, you know, you might be in your Bible. You're like, there's nothing in the Bible that says that. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, like I said, there are so many things for us to disagree about in you know our so-called christian lives right you know whether it's certain offices that are in the church or don't exist in the bible at all right um money is the root of all evil right there's different things that sound spiritual Mm -hmm. that a lot of us have been raised with that just straight up don't exist in god's language by the way it's the love of money (laughs) you said that's such a pet peeve for you it really is. But, uh, it really is because people say it all the time. I mean, they say it with confidence. Well, you know, money is the root. Okay. But it's not though, because it's not what it says. Like, right. It says the love of money. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get your life. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, again, it could be the pedigree. It could just be like, okay, these are some obvious differences. Yeah. Let's, let's tackle these. Let's talk about these. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's differences you have to dig a little bit deeper for. Yeah. Right. You know, why you leave the paper towel out. Like, whatever, right? Alicia, get here. <laughs> You're not going to call me out. Anyway. But, you know, sometimes, it's, you know, it's differences you got to uncover, right? You know, you may notice a certain pattern and you ask them, okay, you know, why do you do this? Yeah. Right? And they may talk about some sort of traumatic experience they had in a church. You I didn't know? have a traumatic experience. That's not why I leave the That's paper towel. That's not why the paper okay. So, for example, right, when we started dating... I was very much against the idea of a mega church. Mm -hmm. And to me, a mega church was like any church with more than like a thousand members. Mm -hmm. Right. Or a church where there's like a thousand people actually attending every week. Like, don't come near me if your church has a TV ministry and radio programs and your pastor's selling books and CDs and stuff. (laughs) Like, 
I'm, that's not for me, dog. Yeah. Right. And it took me a while to understand that, okay, there are some churches that have all these ministries because these ministries are needed and they're spreading the gospel, the actual truth of Jesus. They're not out here, you know, pimping Jesus and trying to, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Don't give me that face. But listen, there's people out here that will say anything to make a dollar. Mm-hmm. Right. They got the big gold chain and we've I've been through that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you see yeah. pastors misusing the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, one of the biggest arguments against Christianity is, oh, Christianity has been used to control people and oppress people. And Christianity was used to justify slavery and da 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 da. And the some of those podcasts, guys. It's, some of those things are true. Yeah. Right. But. The reality is, again, we can do all of these things in the name of God, mm-hmm. right? And your dad's favorite scripture, right? You know where you know you don't know your dad's favorite scripture. Stop it! Why do you have to do that? Like it's late. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so <laughs> that's not hilarious. fair. He's gonna listen and be like, "Oh, I know where this is going," and you can be like, "Anyway, crickets." <laughs> I, uh, but no, uh, again, you know. There are going to be many people that say, oh, Lord, did we do this in your name? We do that in your name. He's going to say. You're a jerk. You know what he's going to say. Depart from me. I know that. Okay. But you, these faces, though, it's just not even necessary. Because I thought you were going to complete the sentence. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Anyway. Because you never knew y'all, right? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So... Anyway, there are, you're going to uncover a lot of these differences. But again, so when we were first coming up or we were dating, I was like, I'm not going anywhere near this big church. They don't have my best interest at heart. They don't care about my soul's well-being, so on and so forth. And then you realize, okay, well, if people are doing the things in the church that they're supposed to do, they're tithing like they're supposed to. If they have a mind and a heart for giving like they're supposed to, then the church should be able to reach these amounts of people. Yeah. Right. Because we haven't seen it modeled correctly doesn't mean it's an incorrect model. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, but again, that's, that was an example of something that I had to, you know, kind of rework or work through, mm-hmm. um, you know, as I got closer to God and as I started walking this out more. Um, but yeah, so as you guys go along, there are going to be things where if you just ask the other person questions, like, oh, why do you feel this way? Right. You can help them along. Right. It, one thing that we're supposed to do as believers is challenge each other. Right. But we challenge each other using scriptures. We don't challenge each other with my pastor said, my mom said, mm-hmm. my dad said. Right. Well, look, the Bible says right here, X, Y, Z. Right. So how are you going to act? <laughs> right. And but it's through that testing process that you start to realize, OK, spiritually, we're just not compatible. Because if I point out this verse and you say, well, I don't think it means that. Right. OK, well, we can consult our pastor. And if he says, oh, well, this is what it means. And you say, I don't think that's what he means. I don't I, y'all tripping. Right. Clearly, y'all are at a stalemate. Mm-hmm. Right. But through, you know, correction through, you know, really diving deep into the word of God, you can start to understand where 
you had misconceptions, they had misconceptions, but they're all being worked out and you guys are being refined, right? Now the iron is sharpening iron and you guys are working together to the glory of God. And that's how you know when you're equally yoked. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, you have anything else to add? I don't think so. That was good. Um, do you have anything? Um, I mean, I hope I hope this helped. I hope this yeah. answered the question. Um, I what I find, you know, the more I end up having conversations with people, you know, is that a lot of us did not grow up doing this the right way. Mm-hmm. And even feel like there are very few of us who even know how to try to do things the right way. Right. And, you know, you can say it's no fault of our own. We may have been taught by, you know, false prophets or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. But this Christian walk is hard. Right. Anybody that tells you it's easy is lying to you. Right. If it was easy, we wouldn't need Jesus. Right. Um, and my point is you walking this out, you may realize you're one of like, one of one who's walking it out. Yeah. Right. And sometimes that's a hard pill to swallow. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause you, you're going to realize as you dive into that word, it doesn't look like maybe what you grew up with. It doesn't look like the pastor with the Yeezys on TV. It doesn't look like, you know, the pastor on the local TV channel either. Right. Like it often doesn't look like anything we've seen before, but that's a good thing. Because a lot of what we've seen is dysfunction that's been disguised for a long time. Mm -hmm. And so that's not what we want for you guys. That's not what we want for ourselves. You know, we want life more abundantly like Jesus talked about, you know. And the only way to do that is through the constant refinement that comes with being in his word and challenging ourselves with it. Yeah. And, you know, that's where you're going to find the answer to all of the questions you may have, whether it's. In regards to relationships and marriage or just being a good person. Yeah. Right? That's that's where it's gonna be. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it for us. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Do not forget to give us an honest review and rating on iTunes. An honest five star review. <laughs> Don't forget to share this with a friend. We wanna spread the word. And spread the love of Jesus everywhere as far as it'll go. So please, please, please share this with a coworker. Uh, we're on Facebook, so you can comment and like us there. We're on Twitter as well, even though we're not as active. We are also on Instagram. Right. Um, but yeah, comment. Let us know how, you, how you're how you feeling about it. Um, you can also email us at... Reallovepodcast at gmail.com. Yep. So if you have any questions, any suggestions for some... Um, some talks in the future just let us know um, what you're thinking about thank you so much for the individual that reached out and suggested this one so as you guys can see if you let us know we'll do it we'll talk about it so hit us up hit us up and again all the scripture references we talked about we're going to put in the show notes so take a look at those and uh, we will see you in the next episode uh, a week from today all right see you guys (laughs) later all right peace